Likelihood of that when if you trace the source of each resource they've got that's tapped into the veins of the masses The system maintains Feeding on their youthfulness and draining from their brains And then the weak ones are rejected Armed and turned toward the strife They return with force and take away their life But make no mistake There is life in abundance for all to partake So war is redundant and hate is futile But too many put feelings Y'all are the same The essence of life in this physical plane So nothing can restrain the love You just have to claim the love Yes, I remember the censorship of showing your roots Deception with no lie conditioning for the youths Straightening their follicles while twisting their minds Replacing old traditions with their programs for decline But as I rebel my naughty swells defiant of the taming My natural advantage I'm proclaiming These spirals map the course of life and represent the force of life Connected to the source of life So make no mistake There is life in abundance for all to partake So war is redundant and hate is futile But too many put feelings Y'all are the same The essence of life in this physical plane So nothing can restrain the love You just have to claim it You just have to claim it You just have to claim the love
people who had the bloodline of the gods were able to reign upon earth. The people who had psychic power and the ability to work with the animal kingdom, to work with all the various species and kingdoms on earth and honored them. The people who were able to look forward to everlasting life because they knew that the soul could not die and that the soul was threatened again by a soulless wanderer who had come into our system and even called more and more upon their own venerated God to help them by keeping them in touch with the universal prime creator. Since I am wisdom in the flesh, drop a five like it's a test study. My lesson's daily, so I'm sharper than the rest. Nappy hair, honey skin, be that real while y'all pretend. I'm so fresh and super clean like that boy AJ Benjamin. Came from Chocolate City, it be that nitty gritty. If I told my story now, y'all folks would say it's such a pity. Y'all ain't know I am supreme, came from galaxies unseen. Landed 1981 onto this earthly terrain. Strange new land, where man on land, freedom was banned. Will prevail over peace, knowledge, knowledge, what I'm saying. Had the new world order on the dollar The school dropout be shining brighter than them scholars Illuminati making deals to seal the fate of human beings While folks ramming through this life unsure of what they should be seeking I'ma give it to you raw, unadulterated And y'all be fiending for the truth Trying to get your mind elevated If one is to understand the great mystery One must study all its aspects If you wish to become a complete wise leader You must embrace a larger view of the force only through me can you achieve a power greater than any leader. Use my knowledge, I beg you. I am supreme, let me tell y'all what that mean. Me double shaking, quiver in the presence of the queen. Blood thick with ancient memories, walk by season, my delivery rock a show and make a Christian change his name to Elami. Next day, a different battle, smudging gins from the shadows. The father laws of physics, meditate and split an atom. I traverse the globe over continents and many seas. Never graduated college, but I still got my degrees. What y'all know about that third eye vision? Tells the real from what is it? Black dot in the center of your brain. Cataclysm, cause the body's far from botanist with the mind. Fight for an empty shell that we're sure to leave behind us Yes, I'm that black essence Get grown like adolescents Can take some wisdom from a foolish man And give the saints a lesson Official like the cardinal My vocals are applaudable Listen to them well They're nothing less than over blessings By distortion, deletion, deception, and disguise You've altered written records From the cosmos to our skies You've reconstructed universes And summoned even hell And there seems to be no end To the lies your mouth can tell what you view on graphs and prisms, what you see in lens and scope seems too staggering to your mind and ego brain, and so to cope. You'll distort the very heavens, you'll change the smallest beast, and there seems to be no end to let your fame to cease. And yet you know within, from the most unto the least, that your time is running out, and your lies, they soon must cease. Joy is joyful exaltation. Joy is joyful exaltation.
Joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is 12 by 10, Energies and Aspects of the God Mind. 12 by 10, Energies and aspects of the God mind. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off with Isaiah 40, 28 to 31. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Acts 3.19-21 to 21. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Colossians 1.29 Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Colossians 111. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Deuteronomy 3236. For the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself for his servants when he seeth that their power is gone and there is none shut up or left. Luke 2136. Watch ye therefore. And pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and stand before the Son of Man. John 3 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whether it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.13 which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. 1 Corinthians 2.15 But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself 
is judged of no man. 1 Corinthians 12.1 Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. 1 Corinthians 14.12 Even so ye, for so much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel in edifying of the church. 1 Corinthians 15.44 It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. 1 Corinthians 15.46 Howbeit that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward that which is spiritual. Romans 1.11 For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end ye may be established. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And Ephesians 6.10-20 to 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, the utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme. 12 by 10, energies and aspects of the God mind, blessings and grace. Broken heart and the time of 
Stand up, change up and shape up The profits are back, so come on and get your weight up Through the highways and byways They preach the truth Through the byways and highways They preach to you Repent, change, keep the law United Christ With blood, sweat and tears Carry across, no compromise See, our kingdom is coming Our kingdom is here Stay faithful to the end And serve the Lord with fear See, the prophets preach a brighter day But before that day, we must away. And for those of you who don't believe Bring them here to me, they won't escape See the prophets preach a brighter day But before that day we must away And for those of you who don't believe Bring them here to me, they won't escape
Blessings and Grace, and welcome to tonight's theme, 12 by 10, Energies and Aspects of the God Mind. There are 12 types of energies that pass through the 10 aspects of God Mind. The totality of the 12 equals the 13th energy. This is considered the most powerful knowledge. The rays of God, the energies of the Most High, come directly to us from the source of creation. They have always been with us and are part of our existence. When each individual incarnates, they bring with them six ray types. The monad, the soul, the personality, the mind, the emotions, and the physical body. All of the rays can be utilized to help one in their current path, issues, challenges, and growth. As we have incarnated with those essences, we can utilize the 12 energies to leverage the powerful energy and information from the Most High for personal growth, to rise above all structures and beliefs that are no longer beneficial, and we can integrate the 12 energies so that we can also start to release and transform and harmonize old patterns in our lives, and we'll be able to absorb and integrate higher vibrations from the earth, the sun, and the stars that are sending us to the next wave of information to operate from the heart and living in our passion. Each of the 12 energies are aspects of the Creator's consciousness. They represent qualities that are sacred source to support us in resonating and unifying our energies more fully with the Creator and our inner truth. The 12 energies originate from the core of the Most High. The first energy is anchored in the root chakra and stands for will and power. Learn to use your will and power to set up your foundation to accomplish your goals and create structures. Will and power are represented by vitality, initiative, thrust, breaks down the old and makes way for the new, detachment, courage, clear vision, and strength, exploration, and anchoring of the divine will and divine plan of the Most High, discovery and acceptance of your power, which leads to enhanced courage and determination and manifesting the light of the Most High into action. The virtues to be acquired are tenderness, humility, sympathy, tolerance, and patience. The purpose is enacting and existing as the divine will of the Most High. This level of energy requires one to discard of the vices of pride, ambition, willfulness, arrogance, and the desire to control others. The purpose is enacting and existing as the divine will of the Most High. The purpose is to be able to see the beauty existing in all things, to balance opposing tendencies in order to bring about a greater harmony. Master the art of living, to be the divine artist as one who seeks to raise humanity's consciousness through the realization of the beauty and harmony existing in nature and in the world of forms by being a mediator between heaven and earth. The virtues acquired are tenderness, humility, sympathy, tolerance, and patience. The second energy is love and wisdom 
and it's anchored in the sacral chakra and stands for love and service. Heal your relationships and create unconditional love with this energy. Love and wisdom is radiance, attraction, expansion, inclusiveness, the power to save, intuition, insight, unity, patience, and endurance. The vices one must overcome is overabsorption in study and coldness and difference to others. The qualities through the embodiment of love, sacred and divine wisdom or inspiration is born. And the purposes embodying and existing as the unconditional love of the Most High. Love is a force. With love comes the opening up of all wisdom that there is. Conversely, when all of the wisdom is yours, you can't be anything but love. The virtues to be acquired are love, compassion, and earnest spiritual study. The third energy is anchored in the solar plexus chakra and stands for creativity and intelligence. You use this energy for creative ideas to generate new options and connect with your genius. The qualities promotes and support active intelligence and mental clarity, aids the exploration and mastery of manifestation at a physical level, as well as enhancing discipline, especially in spiritual teachings. The vices to discard are intellectual pride, coldness, isolation, obstinacy, selfishness, and being overly critical. The virtues to be acquired are compassion, tolerance, devotion, accuracy, and common sense. The purpose is the mastery of the mind and understanding energy. Humanity came from the mind of the Most High. The task of this energy is gently ushering humanity with active intelligence to think that universal truth is not static, it is dynamic, and it is constant. The fourth energy is anchored in the heart chakra and stands for harmony and healing. Use this ray for healing self and others and open your heart to possibilities. Harmony and beauty, purity, artistic development, creativity, balance, symmetry, equilibrium, the power to express divinity and growth, physical courage. The qualities are the promotion and exploration and expression of creativity, beauty, the art of all forms, harmony, and balance. The vices to discard are self-centeredness, worrying, inaccuracy, and the lack of moral courage. The purpose is to be the expression of the Most High. It's the heavenly awakener, vibratory transformation. As we live in a constant conflict, we use this energy and use it in awareness and focus on that conflicting situation in order to bring it quickly to its resolution. The virtues to be acquired are serenity, confidence, self-control, and unselfishness. The fifth energy is anchored in the throat chakra and stands for knowledge, science, and technology. We use this energy for creative solutions with wisdom and communication. Science or knowledge, research, keen intellect, attention to detail, truthfulness, analytical, the power to make the voice of silence heard, intricate and minute details. 
the vices one must discard are harsh criticism, narrowness, arrogance, unforgiving temper, lack of compassion, and prejudice. The qualities develop soul connections and empowerment of the soul, support scientific development and projects which aid spiritual awareness and embodiment. The purposes, soul acceptance and discovery, alignment with the Most High. It is this energy that you will call upon when you wish to learn any stream of knowledge, using this energy as though you are using a silver laser beam. Allow this laser beam to focus on those parts of the physical brain that are involved in the learning. Because of the lack of that stream of knowledge, you may not even know which part of your brain needs this, but the laser, the energy, will. The virtues to be acquired are reverence, devotion, compassion, love, and open-mindedness. The sixth energy is anchored in the third eye chakra and stands for spiritual alignment. Use this energy to open your inner vision of truth and receive information. Unlock your intuition and higher psychic energies. Devotion, spirituality, religious fervor, sacrificial love, burning enthusiasm for a cause, the power to transcend desire, the power to detach. The vices that one must discard is selfish and jealous love, overleaning on others, self-deception, prejudice, and fiery anger. The qualities are exploration and enhancement of faith, devotion, trust, and unification with the Most High. The purpose is surrendering to the Most High. It was meant to bring devotion and structure. When the path is of dedication, service, and devotion, this energy gently guides the person through, sometimes through a difficult path. Service and devotion brings at times great adversity. The virtues to be acquired are strength, self-sacrifice, purity, truth, tolerance, serenity, and balance. The seventh energy is anchored in the crown chakra and stands for divine order and manifestation. Open up your flow of abundance and increase your speed of transformation and manifestation with this energy. Learn to use this energy to release density and transform and purify your energy fields. Freedom, alchemy, transformation, sacred living, spiritual tradition, organization, the violet flame, spiritual grounding. The vices that one must discard are bigotry, pride, narrowness, self-opinion, and overindulgence. The qualities are to focus upon transformation, awakening, cleansing negativity, manifesting, and the advancement of psychic abilities. The purpose is acceptance of truth on a conscious level. It must now become the standard, the norm, the expected, not the unexpected, not the unknown, not the mysterious. The evolution of the self in the new energies of the higher dimensions, earth and humanity are ready for manifestation, deliberate, conscious, willed manifestation to make possible that which you desire. If humanity is a mirror of the divine, then humanity too must manifest. 
the virtues to be acquired are the realization of unity, open-mindedness, tolerance, humility, gentleness, and love. The eighth energy is for deep cleansing, primarily for the physical body, and it absorbs physical discomfort and helps to increase cellular vibration. It's a clear and cleansing energy. It helps to clean out those characteristics and qualities within the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies that one no longer needs and wants to get rid of. It is composed of the energies of four, seven, and five, with a touch of white light mixed together. The qualities are spiritual energy and soul cleansing, releasing and purifying the being on all levels. The purpose is cleansing. The knife energy. We use this energy to break down and release emotional patterns of discomfort, pain, and disharmony. Love, joy, and passion for life helps one to attract their full potentials by first with the body of light and also continues the cleansing process that the eighth energy starts and it is composed of the energies of the first and second energy and white light. The qualities are exploration and understanding of the soul, the embodiment of joy. The purpose is soul exploration. The tenth energy is great for breaking down discomforting mental patterns and helps to bring and create mental harmony. The patterns of light formations within the body and access their true divinity, drawing in your I am experience, your I am presence, allows all the changes a person has been seeking to bring it fully within themselves. It is a combination of the energies of one, two, and three mixed with the white light. And the qualities are full acceptance of the soul. And the purpose is soul integration. The 11th energy. This helps to eliminate spiritual illusion. It starts to cleanse our consciousness from embedded fear. It activates our third eye and helps to develop stronger intuition. Bridging of the new and helps one to be in touch with divine, love and wisdom, balancing the masculine and feminine. It is a combination of the energies of the first, second, and fifth, and white light. The qualities are embodiment of the soul at a physical and spiritual level, and the purpose is soul integration, similar to the 11th energy, but expanded. And the 12th energy, the final energy, is anchored in the heart chakra and stands for harmony and healing. And we use this energy for healing self and others and open your heart to possibilities. This is a golden energy of magnified manifestation. It also helps us to release judgment, injustice, and any wrongdoing stored in your memory and your personal field. This is a frequency of rejuvenation, rebirth, and vitality. The cosmic fire, the golden ray, and the anchoring of the Christ consciousness provides ease and grace in one's creation. It is a combination of all the rays with white light. The qualities are the embodiment and activation 
of Christ consciousness, love and preparation for the solar level. The purpose is soul integration and ascension from the planetary level. Now the 10 core concepts that serve as the organizing principles of the universe. They are oneness. The Most High is the source of all that is, and the Most High is all that is. Everything in the universe is made of the Most High, substance, and is a unique, individualized expression of the Most High. The second is triune nature. The Most High expresses itself in three aspects, spirit, soul, and body. Each human being also has these same three aspects. Thus, there is the Most High as the macrocosm and human beings as microcosm. The third is creative nature. The Most High thinks and the world comes into being. Likewise, all human accomplishments originate in thought. Our human thinking process is a reflection of the divine creative process and microcosm. The fourth is prayer. All good is eternally available and ready to flow into human experience. We activate this flow by means of prayer. Through affirmative prayer or spiritual mind treatment, we increase our consciousness of good eternally flowing to us. The fifth is wholeness. Spirit is a transcendent, perfect whole that contains and embraces all seeming opposites. As human beings, we have free will and can choose what we experience, whether it be positive or negative. The same principle that brings us freedom, prosperity, and joy also allows us to experience bondage, lack, or misery according to our consciousness. The sixth is abundance. All that anyone will ever need or desire is already provided by universal abundance. This applies to everybody, not just some people. Every person is heir to the riches of creation without regard to merit. Seventh is the reciprocal universe. For every visible form, there is an invisible counterpart. This means that what we receive corresponds to what we imagine and believe we can receive, the law of mental equivalence. This is also the golden rule, that what we do to others will also be done to us, the law of cause and effect. The eighth is forgiveness. In the eternal now, there can be no place for divine anger, unforgiveness, or punishment. If we perceive a need for forgiveness, this is a human condition. Human forgiveness is the process that frees us to live in the eternal now. It is the essential step before real spiritual growth can flourish. The ultimate goal of life is a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature, and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. Immortality. The universal truth about life is that it never ends. What we call death is simply the changing of one form of life for another. Death, the belief and perception that life must come to an end, is a human concept, as in birth. The invisible becomes visible, so in dying, the visible again becomes invisible. Life continues on another plane when the body has outlived its usefulness. And 10. The Christ A principle 
a universal presence, the universal image of the Most High that is present in all creation. This is the concept of the Cosmic Christ, which is present within every person. Each human individual partakes of the Christ nature to the degree that he or she recognizes the Cosmic Christ within and lives out of that revelation. Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, was a human individual who revealed the Christ nature to the highest degree ever known. Understanding the 12 energies and the 10 aspects of the God mind, the wealth of knowledge that they hold is very rarely comprehended or utilized. Learn how they could transform your life and enhance your spiritual progression. Liberate yourself from the cycle of life and merge once more with the infinite aspect of your soul and the Most High. These energies direct the activity of the Holy Spirit for the earth, which assists the development of the divine feelings and mankind. By invoking these energies and aspects, you have created your own perfected divine blueprint. The reality of heaven on earth can be found if you can maintain the purest vibrational frequency at all times. This is the challenge. When deep in meditation, it is easy. But when we return to the outer world's daily dramas, our own energy gets pulled down. Our energy field gets battered and bruised. Maintaining our energy in these pure, refined states is the key to our movement along our sacred journey in this lifetime. Each one of us acts as a surrogate on the behalf of humanity. As each of us is lifted up into higher vibration, so humanity moves with us. The entire planet can then move into these higher vibrational states so that discord and disease just fall away. Unable to withstand these wonderful, loving energies, this creates heaven on earth. Once the 12 energies carrying the qualities of the Most High have been embedded, a silence follows. To give your body's energy field time to adjust to its new expanded form. The five elements, earth, water, fire, air, and ether, are then reintroduced into the energy matrix so that you can now interact and co-create with nature that is all around you. As you start to become aligned with your expanded energy matrix, you can begin helping others with your light. It is very important that you do not allow your own energy field to weaken and lower in vibration during these times. It is all too easy to get sucked into the melodramas of daily life. If you choose to use this expanded energy field to help other people, make sure that you look after yourself through healthy nutrition, exercise, being in nature, quality sleep, and regular meditation. If you can maintain a healthy lifestyle for yourself while working with your expanded energy matrix, you can do extraordinary good in the world. Supporting other members of our human family while bringing a higher vibration of peace to our beautiful planet. The 12 types of energies that pass through the 10 aspects of the God mind. Hold it, own it, follow it, and be it. In Yeshua's name. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the Go and Gnosis.
Blessings and grace. We got a right to the tree of life. My feet no 
prototype, melanocyte, children of sunlight, earth's rightful rulers, my birthright tied tight to the tree of life, indigenous business, see we've been planting seeds in Eden, before Adam and Eve sins were believed in, debated or reasoned even, my mother discovered the astrological connection to the Matthew teaching, the fecundity of the husbandry and the holy books you reading, that serpent you interpret as deceiving, or the spirit of a lie, represents the information you're receiving, scientifically speaking, environmental stimuli, therefore we fight for so much more than to be you more, y'all got us fucked up, this omnicidal, ecocidal, genocidal, psychosis of vulturous thinking, consumptuous culturalist beings, has us closest to global extinction than ever yet, men are worried and never fret, we stand up, we fight, we have a right to this tree of life. It's more. 
why one race want to be rich and the other want to be poor? Why one want to fight on the other? It's no more that the youth have to do say no, that can't work no more. You have to put on your whole armor of God. You see it? Yeah. which will one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned. War. Blessings and grace and welcome to the Go and Gnosis, your news infused with consciousness starting off on reclaimthenet.org. The Greater Manchester Police asked residents to call police if someone repeats conspiracy theories. The erosion of civil liberties is being fast-tracked, asking people to call the police on family 
Engaging in conspiracy theories is an idea that sounds like it comes out of China's social credit system, but it's not. It's happening in the United Kingdom. Police in Manchester, England, are engaging in a social media campaign requesting local residents to call police if any of their friends and family are engaging in conspiracy theories. Online platforms can be a fun world. Unfortunately, they can also be used to exploit vulnerable people. If you are worried that one of your friends or family is showing signs of radicalization, seek advice or call police on 101. Greater Manchester Police said on Facebook, 101 is the non-emergency number to contact local police in the United Kingdom. In a time when civil liberties are becoming strained and social platforms are taking an extreme approach to stamping out conspiracy theories, public skepticism is rapidly increasing and Greater Manchester Police statements are only appearing to exacerbate that. Since the writing of this article, it has since been updated and the Greater Manchester Police has since deleted the post because it was inundated with severe criticisms. Moving forward to Routers.com, Tanzania suspends laboratory head after President questions coronavirus tests. Tanzania has suspended the head of its National Health Laboratory in charge of testing for the coronavirus and ordered an investigation a day after President John Magafuli questioned the test accuracy. Magafuli said on Sunday the imported test kits were faulty as they had returned positive results on a goat and a pawpaw among several non-human samples submitted for testing with technicians left deliberately unaware of their origins. He did not say where the kits had been imported from or why the authorities had been suspicious of the results. Catherine Segura, acting head of communications at the Ministry of Health, said in a statement on Monday, the director of the laboratory and its quality assurance manager had been immediately suspended to pave the way for the investigation. Segura said a 10-person committee had been formed to investigate the laboratory's operations, including its process of collecting and testing samples. On Sunday, Magafuli also fired the head of the government medical stores department, which is in charge of distributing medical supplies and equipment to government hospitals, but gave no reason. As of Monday, Tanzania had recorded 480 cases of COVID-19 and 18 deaths, according to Router's tally based on government and World Health Organization data. Unlike most other African countries, Tanzania sometimes goes for days without offering updates. Moving forward to BBC.com, Maria Briones, oldest woman in Spain, beats coronavirus at 113 years old. Maria Briones was diagnosed with COVID-19 after the country went into lockdown in March. But after weeks in isolation, Ms. Briones recovered, having suffered only mild symptoms. It means she has lived through the flu pandemic of 1918 and the 1936 Spanish Civil War and the coronavirus. Now that she is well, she is wonderful. She wants to speak, to explain, to make her reflections. It is her again, her daughter tweeted. Born in Mexico in 1907, she moved north of San Francisco two years later and arrived in the Catalan province of Corona during World War I. 
with her Spanish journalist father. She raised three children, one of whom recently turned 86 and has 11 grandchildren, the oldest of whom is 60 and 30 great-grandchildren. She has lived for two decades at a care home facility in the city of Olat. Speaking to La Vanguardia last year, she said, I have done nothing but live. 113 years old, and she beat coronavirus. Moving forward to LATimes.com, Pompeo travels to Israel to give United States blessing to the annexation of West Bankland. Secretary of State Michael R. Pompeo headed to Jerusalem on Tuesday to bolster besieged Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and to bestow a United States blessing on his country's proposed de facto annexation of West Bank land claimed by Palestinians. It is the first high-level United States visit to Israel since President Trump in January unveiled his long-anticipated plan for settling the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, a pro-Israel proposal that was roundly rejected by Palestinians who were not included in its drafting, as well as most of the Arab world. Israel seized the land during the 1967 Middle East War and proceeded to build scores of Jewish settlements, now housing hundreds of thousands of Israelis. The settlements are widely considered illegal under international law. Many believe annexation will be the final nail in the coffin of the two-state solution, the long-cherished notion that creating a Palestinian state alongside Israel would be the best formula for a peaceful end to one of the most intractable conflicts in the Middle East. It would make it much harder to dismantle some Jewish settlements and had been envisioned in some past peace plans. The Trump administration, reversing decades of United States foreign policy, is ready to welcome Israel's unilateral annexation of the Jewish settlement, despite fierce opposition by Palestinians. Senior U.S. officials said Pompeo's visit seems designed to give that approval. Critics, including many Israelis and United States lawmakers, say unilateral annexation will have numerous dangerous ramifications, including damage to long-standing peace treaties that Israel has with Jordan and Egypt, the only neighbors who recognize its existence. Israel can do almost everything it wants, said Ariali, a senior advisor to the two-state advocate Israel Policy Forum. Only the United States has leverage on Israel, and if they are on Israel's side, the right wing can do everything it wants to cancel the viability of a two-state solution. The United States ambassador to Israel, David Friedman, had said that the United States would recognize annexation within weeks. Moving forward to Newsbreak.com, Senate votes to allow FBI to look at your web browsing history without a warrant. The United States Senate has voted to give law enforcement agencies access to web browsing data without a warrant, dramatically expanding the government's surveillance powers in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. The power grab was led by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell as part of a reauthorization of the Patriot Act, which gives federal agencies broad domestic surveillance powers. Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat from Oregon, and Steve Daines, Republican, attempted to remove the expanded powers from the bill with a bipartisan amendment. But in a shock upset, the privacy-preserving amendment fell short by a single vote after several senators who would have voted yes failed to show up to the session, including 
Bernie Sanders. Nine Democratic senators also voted no, causing the amendment to fall short of the 60-vote threshold it needed to pass. The Patriot Act should be replaced in its entirety, set on fire and buried to the ground, Evan Greer, the deputy director of the Fight for the Future, told Motherboard. It is one of the worst laws passed in the last century, and there is zero evidence that the mass surveillance program it enables has ever saved a single life. Today, the Senate made clear that the purpose of the Patriot Act is to spy on Americans. No warrants or due process necessary, Dayton Young, director of product at the Fight for Future, told Motherboard. Any lawmaker who votes to reauthorize the Patriot Act is voting against our constitutionally protected freedoms, and there's nothing patriotic about that. Moving forward to the Federalist.com, the COVID-19 Tracer Training Course is a guide to suspending rights. A John Hopkins training course for coronavirus tracers explains why they have the right to restrict personal autonomy. John Hopkins has released an online training course for people who wish to become contact tracers in the government's efforts to fight the coronavirus. Passing the six-hour course is mandatory for those who want to work as tracers in New York State, which is planning to hire thousands. Toward the end of the course is a section on ethics. Its language about the fundamental rights of American citizens is troubling. In regard to people having the autonomy to make their own decisions, such as leaving their houses or seeing others, the Course says this. Next, let's talk about autonomy. Autonomy legally means the right of a person to make their own decisions. It is known as the right to self or an agency. And what this really means is that each person can make their own decisions. This is true unless the decisions they make or the things they do can harm someone else. And we all know that this is true. And in the case of contact tracing, it means that people can make their own decisions, but if they're not isolating themselves or not quarantining themselves, this can harm someone else. It does put others at risk, so they have some limits on their autonomy or their ability to make their own decisions within the context of context tracing. This tortured and Orwellian language is bizarre. It says we can make our own decisions as long as, the, as they don't harm others, and then just pronounces we all know that this is true. We do? People make perfectly legal choices all the time that have the possibility of hurting others. The heightened circumstance of making a choice that may harm others authorizes the government to send someone to my house and make me comply? Is there any limiting principle here? Owning a gun can harm others. Heating your home could cause climate change. Having a lot of children can put a burden on those who do not. Are these situations where if we call it an emergency, the state can compel our choices even to engage in activities specifically protected by the Constitution? Like, I don't know, leaving the house or going to church? Public health officials will inform us of this temporary and much-needed set of measures specific to the Chinese virus situation. But is it? New York City is hiring full-time tracers at $57,000 per year with full benefits. This looks a lot more like a career tract than a part-time summer job. What are all these people going to do when the coronavirus case numbers come to a trickle? Will they be fired? 
or will their new surveillance skills be put to use to protect the public in other ways? Frankly, this text from the course looks something like a medical expert would have written and maybe had a medical ethicist take a glance at. It presumes, as public health officials tend to, that avoiding sickness and death is the only and overriding legitimate interest when it comes into conflict with individual liberty. That simply runs counter to the entire concept of a free society. Lip service is paid to respecting individual liberty, but ultimately, traces are sent a crystal clear message that it is a secondary priority. What's even more troubling in the context of New York is that Michael Bloomberg, whose philanthropy in large part funds the John Hopkins effort, has been put in charge of implementing the tracing plan in the state. If he agrees with what's in the training, this means forced quarantines. Who will enforce that? Tracers? The police? Some other agency? What will be the penalty for disobeying? We are preparing to create a new and very large group of civil servants with enormous power over our personal lives. Nobody seems to know exactly how this is all supposed to work. But judging from the language in the six-hour course that qualifies one for this powerful job, we have a lot to be worried about. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tech knowledge, blessings, and grace. Lead me base.
Yeah. And this is Lady Shacklin on the mic. Never ever run from no man. No. Never ever run from no girl. Say you double crossing, the people are calling. They see your every plan and every scheme that you're planning. You don't know you a target. Say ya, oop, come on and tell me what the deal is, oop. So why you trying to step in on my show? Does anybody know? I see that things are creeping out your soul. You laugh, I do not know where you figure out. Come on and try cross. Come on and try to step in on me, pass. You ask me, don't tell me where this stop. You can never eat pass. My father got that woman from the start. No one can judge me but him. Yeah. They come and let the shock in and you don't know me the best. We pray on every night and everything become me blessed. Who are me and everything for that God I put in on him plan? And anything they fight me, I go put in on him and say, yo, so give me something you never forget. Put your one in a day, something that's sticking out of us. Yo, this is not a threat. I'm gonna be defeated. Stop, let's be, I go put on me armor. Never ever run from them. Step in on me, peace me on the top on them. Them a snake, them a lie. Them a fuck, stop you the dry. Step in on your shoe. Try anything to make it to the end. Never ever run from them. I'm a suit you like a sniper I break out your back and put you in a decana See how the chichi man never go run at the back yeah. The lady shock a rock is in the party man a rat Here I leave gunshot everybody put them up Then the shock up on the mic and me love to stand up Stand up, stand up, stand up Let me see you never run from them Stop it up if it's me on the top on them Let me snake them alive Let me try to teeth you and then I won't beg you friend
blessings and grace, and welcome to Technology. I'll be starting off with NBCSanDiego.com. Twitter employees can now work from home forever. CEO says Twitter's new policy comes as businesses across the nation are struggling to adapt to social distance guidelines. Twitter will allow employees to work from home for as long as they want, according to NBC News. Twitter chief executive Jack Dorsey told his employees Tuesday that many of them will be allowed to work from home in perpetuity, even after the coronavirus pandemic ends, according to Twitter spokesperson. In an email first obtained by BuzzFeed News, Dorsey said it was unlikely that Twitter would open its offices before September and that all in-person events would be canceled for the remainder of the year. Twitter's new policy comes after businesses across the nation are struggling to adapt to social distancing guidelines and rethinking how they will operate in a post-pandemic world. Moving forward to CNN.com, Twitter says it will label misleading coronavirus tweets, even if they're from Trump. Twitter said Monday it plans to put labels and warning messages on some tweets that contain disputed or misleading information related to COVID-19, even if it's tweeted by President Donald Trump. Twitter announced in March that it would remove COVID-19 tweets that could cause a direct risk to people's health or well-being starting Monday. It will use labels and warning messages to provide additional explanations or clarifications and situations where the risk of harm associated with the tweet are less severe, but where people may still be confused or misled by the content. Trump, possibly Twitter's most prolific user, will also be subject to the rules, according to Yoel Roth, Twitter's head of site integrity. These labels will apply to anyone sharing misleading information that meets the requirements of our policy, including world leaders. Roth wrote, in a tweet Monday in response to a question about how the policy would apply to Trump and other elected officials. For Twitter, the hard part arguably isn't introducing the policy, but implementing it consistently. Twitter announced last summer that it would label tweets from world leaders that broke its rules. But a month after Twitter announced the policy, the company said tweets in which the president used racist language to attack four progressive Democratic congresswomen were not against its rules, a conclusion apparently contradicted by Twitter's written policies. In March, Twitter labeled a deceptively edited video of former Vice President Joe Biden that was retweeted by Trump as manipulated media. The action prompted blowback from the White House and Trump supporters. Twitter acknowledged at the time that it had experienced issues implementing the label on the video and it was not showing for all users. Moving forward to businessinsider.com, Amazon built a roving robot covered in ultraviolet light bulbs that could kill the coronavirus in warehouses and whole food stores. Amazon built a UV light emitting robot designed to kill the novel coronavirus in whole food stores and warehouses. Studies show that ultraviolet light can kill viruses and germs. Researchers at Columbia University are testing the effectiveness of UV light against the coronavirus. Amazon spokeswoman Christian Kish said the company's robotics group has been designing and testing the UV robot. We have great ideas coming from all areas of the company, Kish told Business Insider. 
our robotics group in particular has become an R&D lab for COVID innovation, first using machine learning to detect social distancing opportunities in our building, to now beginning to design and test disinfecting with mobile ultraviolet sanitation. She added, while these mobile units are not currently being used in any Amazon or Whole Foods market location, we're excited about the possibilities and will continue to innovate to ensure that we are supporting our employees, customers, and communities. Scientists have been studying the effects of UV light on viruses for years. Studies show the light can mutate the genetic material inside viruses and other microbes and make it impossible for them to reproduce. In other words, UV light can kill viruses and germs. Moving forward to statnews.com, Fitbits and other wearables may not accurately track heart rates in people of color. An estimated 40 million people in the United States have smartwatches or fitness trackers that can monitor their heartbeats, but some people of color may be at risk of getting inaccurate readings. Nearly all of the largest manufacturers of wearables, heart rate trackers, rely on technology that could be less reliable for consumers who have darker skin. According to researchers, engineers, and other experts who spoke with STAT, Fitbit uses the potentially problematic technology in every heart rate tracker it offers, and it also in many Garmin and Samsung devices. Other popular trackers, like the Apple Watch, uses it too, but simultaneously track heart rates with another method. The phenomenon has received almost no media attention, even as the market for smartwatches and fitness trackers has grown exponentially in recent years. And both consumers and scientists have raised broader concerns about the tracker's accuracy. There are a number of online complaints from consumers who suggest the devices can't get a reading on darker skin. But the companies that make the devices don't disclose that fact that they could be less than accurate for some consumers. The potential inaccuracies have broad implications for the growing body of scientific research that relies on these wearables, as well as for the increasing number of people whose employers offer financial incentives or other benefits for using Fitbits and other trackers. Concerns about the device also come amid a broader reckoning over whether new technologies are as objective as they appear and whether implicit prejudices are shaping their development. It's really about the existing bias in medicine that we already have, said Khadija Ferryman, a cultural anthropologist who studies the social, cultural, and ethical implications of health information technologies at the Data and Society Research Institute. No matter what the technology is, there is evidence that inserting another tool, no matter how advanced it is, will likely continue on and continue to uphold the existing biases and exacerbate them. Moving forward to blockchainshout.com. IBM wants to patent a blockchain method to store verbal agreements. We all know that blockchains are capable of solving many real-world problems related to recording, tracking, and verification of information. Companies are trying to explore all potential use cases of blockchain. Storing verbal agreements is one such case that IBM recently discovered. To reduce the cost of memorializing an agreement in writing, conversation data between two people can be obtained 
processed, and stored on a blockchain. IBM went ahead and filed a patent application in this regard. IBM feels that formal written agreements might mean distrust by one of the parties and they could hurt relationships. IBM says in its patent application, when two or more people discuss terms of an agreement, they might not feel comfortable going through a post-agreement process of formalizing terms of the deal in writing. A request to formalize an agreement in writing can signal mistrust and can result in a barrier to the deal. However, after a verbal deal is made, one of the parties to the agreement might misremember and disagree on these terms, resulting in lost time, lawsuits, and other costs. A solution that memorializes an agreement while minimizing agreement barriers can lower costs of contract creation. Moving forward to K4.com. Meet the Xenobot, world's first living, self-healing robots created from frog stem cells. Scientists have created the world's first living, self-healing robots using stem cells from frogs, named Xenorobots after the African clawed frog, Xenopus levis, which they take their stem cells. The machines are less than a millimeter wide, small enough to travel inside human bodies. They can walk and swim, survive for weeks without food, and work together in groups. These are entirely new life forms, said the University of Vermont, which conducted the research with the Tufts University Allen Discovery Center. Stem cells are unspecialized cells that have the ability to develop into different cell types. The researchers scrapped living stem cells from frog embryos and then left them to incubate. Then the cells were cut and reshaped into specific body forms designed by a supercomputer. Forms never seen in nature, according to a news release from the University of Vermont. The cells then began to work on their own. Skin cells bonded to form structure, while pulsating heart muscles allowed the robot to move on its own. Xenobots even have self-healing capabilities. When the scientists sliced into one robot, it healed by itself and kept moving. It healed by itself and kept moving. These are novel living machines, said Joshua Bongard, one of the lead researchers at the University of Vermont, in the news release. They're neither a traditional robot nor a known species of animal. It's a new class of artifact a living, programmable organism. Xenobots don't look like traditional robots. They have no shiny gears or robotic arms. Instead, they look more like a tiny blob of moving pink flesh. The researchers says this is deliberate. This biological machine can achieve things typical robots of steel and plastic cannot. Traditional robots degrade over time and can produce harmful ecological and health side effects. Researchers said in the study, which was published Monday in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, as biological machines, xenobots are more environmentally friendly and safer for human health, the study said. The xenobots could potentially be used toward a host of tasks, according to the study, which was partially funded by the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, a federal agency that oversees the development of technology for military use. Xenobots could be used to clean up 
radioactive waste, collect microplastics in the oceans, carry medicine inside human bodies, or even travel into our arteries to scrape out plaque. The xenobots can survive in aqueous environments without additional nutrients for days or weeks, making them suitable for internal drug delivery. Aside from these immediate practical tasks, the xenobots could also help researchers to learn more about cell biology, opening the doors to future advancement in human health and longevity. If we could make 3D biological form on demand, we could repair birth defects, reprogram tumors into normal tissue, regenerate after traumatic injury or degenerative disease, and defeat aging, said the researcher's website. This research could have a massive impact on regenerative medicine, building body parts, and inducing regeneration. It may all sound like something from a dystopian science fiction movie. You think? (laughs) But these researchers said there is no need for alarm. Really. The organisms come preloaded with their own food source of lipid and protein deposits, allowing them to live a little over a week, but they can't reproduce or evolve. However, their lifespan can increase to several weeks in nutrient-rich environments. Although the supercomputer, a powerful piece of artificial intelligence, plays a big role in building these robots, it's unlikely, unlikely, that the AI could have evil intentions. At the moment, though, it's difficult to see how AI could create harmful organisms any easier than talented biologists with bad intentions could, said the researcher's website. So we now have living, self-healing robots that came from stem cells from frogs that can walk and move on its own. And if you cut them, they just grow again and keep it moving. May the Most High put a shield of protection around us all. We're going to take a music moment and come back with herbnology, blessings, and grace. Can't get away. Oh. 
the green consumes you. Focused on the dollar and the dream. Until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew. So you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley, cucumber, carrot. Don't forget the collard greens, basil, oregano. You know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana. Boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace, and welcome to Herbnology. I'll be talking about effective essential oils for attention deficit hypertension disorder, ADHD. Many of the most effective essential oils for ADHD are rosemary, lavender, ylang-ylang, bergamot, vertiver, myrrh, frankincense, lemon, basil, and cedarwood oils. Lemon oil. Although lemon is an invigorating essential oil, it is also known to improve focus and cognitive ability, preventing the child from getting distracted. It's also linked to balancing mood and preventing emotional reactions, which are common in ADHD. One of the best ways to use this oil is to simply inhale it from the bottle or place a few drops in a room diffuser and allow its benefits to fill up your entire home. Ylang Ylang, known for its soothing properties, which are commonly employed to eliminate anxiety and depression, is also excellent for calming down heightened emotions and energy levels with its sedative abilities. Vertival oil is commonly used by people who are facing difficult cognitive tasks, as it can help to improve focus and memory retention. This can help children and adults who struggle to focus or complete tasks without distractions. Basil. This basic calming nature of this oil, which is why it's often prescribed for people suffering from nervous disorders, depression, headaches, anxiety, and sleep disorders. This naturally makes it ideal for hyperactive individuals who cannot relax and often feel restless. Bergamot oil. This oil is known to impact the central nervous system and reduce certain neurotransmitters that can induce stress and anxiety. By calming the mind, it makes it easier to focus and remain present in conversations and tasks. Myrrh oil. This ancient oil has been given and proven to induce the release of dopamine and serotonin, two feel-good neurotransmitters that would help people relax and de-stress for perpetually Hyperactive people, calming down is difficult, but this oil can help rebalance their critical hormone levels. Lavender oil. 
legendary for its ability to soothe the mind and reduce inflammation in the body, lavender is one of the most researched essential oils for ADHD symptoms. Some of the active ingredients in lavender oil are also able to boost the release and absorption of positive neurotransmitters such as dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin, helping the body relax. Cedarwood oil. This essential oil has a unique composition of active ingredients, including some that are able to balance hormone levels in the body and directly impact the central nervous system. It can also reduce mental fog and lower inflammation and stress levels. Rosemary oil. This oil isn't necessarily soothing for the mind, but it can help improve focus and cognitive ability. This increased concentration level is often what people with ADHD are looking for rather than a sedative of some kind. And frankincense oil, famed for its ability to focus the mind and aid in meditation and mental clarity. This oil is a natural choice for ADHD sufferers. For thousands of years, this oil has been praised for its impact on the brain and more recently, its positive impact on the central nervous system and hormone levels. Again, that's frankincense oil, rosemary oil, cedarwood oil, lavender oil, myrrh oil, bergamot oil, basil oil, vertiver oil, ylang ylang oil, and lemon oil. I know a lot of ones are homeschooling now and finding that the activity of their children might be a little disconcerting. Use one or more of these oils in your room diffuser or have the child inhale to help their focus, concentration, and cognitive ability. Always look to the nature of the Most High first for all your healing needs. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. There's no way that you won't win They can say what they wanna say But it's your game that you're playing So go on and stop, girl Do what you wanna do Run the world in tennis shoes Make your mark, don't leave a stone unturned Pick up your torch and let it burn Oh, oh, pick up your torch and let it burn
Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. We'll be starting off with the metaphysical meaning of mind. By the term mind, we mean the most high, the universal principle, which includes all principles. As an aid in understanding how the universal mind creates, we can observe the action of our own mind because we are the offspring of the one mind and we bring forth in like manner. The son can do nothing of himself but what he seeth the father doing, for what things soever he doeth, the son also doeth in like manner. John 5.19 Man in the consciousness of the one mind has no sense of apartness. Through affirmation, he can attune himself to being, transmute his thoughts into ideas, and accomplish the seemingly impossible. The starting point of every act and thought and feeling 
the calming meeting ground of the Most High and man. The Most High is mind, and we cannot describe the Most High with human language. We cannot describe mind. So we can only say, I am mind. I know. The Most High is mind. He knows. The mind is the seat of the perception of the things we see, hear, and feel. It is through the mind that we see the beauties of the earth and sky, of music, of art, in fact, of everything. The silent shuttle of thought working in and out through cell and nerves weaves into one harmonious whole, the myriad moods of mind, and we call it life. An affirmative state of mind, a binding, holding process, if man affirms his unity with the life, substance, and intelligence of the Most High, he lays hold of these spiritual qualities. The metaphysical meaning of the Most High, the Almighty One, the Creator, the Ruler of the Universe, the Infinite, the Eternal. The Most High is not a person, but principle. He is the underlying, unchangeable truth, with whom can be no variation, neither shadow that is cast by turning. James 1.17 The Most High as principle is absolute good, expressed in all creation. When men know the Most High and worship Him in spirit and truth, John 4.24, they recognize Him as this great goodness, omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent. Blessed be God, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. 2 Corinthians 1.3 the Most High is personal to us when we recognize Him within us as our indwelling life, intelligence, love, and power. There is a difference between a personal God and the God personal to us. Since the word personal sometimes leads to misunderstanding, it would be probably better to speak of the Most High individualized in man rather than of God personal to man. When we identify ourselves with him as our indwelling father, he seems to us to be personal. However, it is not in a personal sense, but in the universal identification of ourselves with him that we come into the God consciousness, the God mind. The personal is limited. The universal, a God consciousness, is unlimited. The most high is that from which all love springs. His character is taught in the name Father, representing the love, protection, and providing care of the Most High for man, his offspring. He is life and love and wisdom and power and strength and substance. We do not see the Most High with our physical eyes except as he manifests himself through his works. His attributes are therefore brought into expression by man. Who is his son and who is like him in essence? If we would make ourselves channels through which he can come forth into expression and manifestation, we must endeavor to raise our thought and feeling to the Most High's level. The metaphysical meaning of Christ, the incarnating principle of the God-man, the perfect word or idea of God, which unfolds into the true man and is blessed with eternal life by measuring up the divine standard, thus fulfilling the law of righteousness. Thou art my beloved Son, and thee I am well pleased. Mark 1.11 Christ is a divine man. Yeshua 
is the name that represents an individual expression of the Christ idea. Christ abides in each person as his potential perfection. Yeshua, the embodiment of all divine ideas, exists eternally in the mind of being as the only begotten Son of the Most High, the Messiah, or Anointed One, and is the living principle working in man. The metaphysical meaning of will. The will is the executive faculty of the mind, the determining factor in man. What man wills or decrees comes to pass in his experience. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. Job twenty-two twenty-eight. The will is the center in mind and body around which revolve all the activities that constitute consciousness. It is the avenue through which the I am expresses its potentiality. The will may be said to be the man because it is the directive power that determines character formation. When man wills to do the will of the Most High, he exercises his individual will in wisdom, love, and spiritual understanding. He builds spiritual character. The use of the will is very important in making demonstrations. One must be very persistent, since persistence is essential to demonstration. Truth builds the perfect body, and the will must resolutely lay hold and keep hold of the word of truth until the word becomes flesh. The metaphysical meaning of free will, man's inherent freedom to act as he determines. There can be no perfect expression without perfect freedom of will. If man determines to act in accord with divine law, he builds harmony, health, happiness, and eternal life, which is heaven. The Hebrew word, Ja'arashia, whom Jehovah makes fat, Jah will make full. Whom Jah fosters, Jehovah will nourish. Jehovah overhangs. Jah will encouch. The Lord will rest. Son of Jeroham, he was the chief of the tribe of Benjamin, 1 Chronicles 8.27, and lived in Jerusalem. Ja'arashia, metaphysically, a resting place in the assurance that the Most High, omnipresent Spirit, through Jehovah, the Christ, is not only one's abundant supply and support, but is also the actual nourishment of one's soul and body. Jah will encouch, the Lord will rest, denote resting in the assurance of some specific truth that Spirit has revealed and made real to the inner consciousness. Jehovah will nourish, Jah makes fat or full, pertains to the supply and support and to the actual nourishing of one's being. It makes one think of the words of Yeshua. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 In this trustful and restful assurance of the Most High, as all and in all, every belief in lack and fear of lack, as well as the outer manifestations of it, is removed. The Hebrew word Jaaziel, whom God consoles, God will comfort, God will strengthen, God will determine. A Levite of the second degree, appointed as one of the musicians who accompanied the priest that brought the ark to Jerusalem in David's reign, 1 Chronicles 15:18. Jaaziel, metaphysically, the spirit of the Most High in the individual, 
working through love, harmony, life, joy, and all that pertains to music and to the love consciousness to strengthen one in the knowledge of the Most High's goodwill to man. God will comfort, God will strengthen, God will determine. This goodwill causes man to realize and demonstrate his inner spiritual perfection, the truth of his being, the Hebrew word jakim, whom he, the Most High, establish, he will lift up, he will confirm, he will withstand. A chief man of Benjamin who lived in Jerusalem, 1 Chronicles 8.19, a Levite on whom the twelfth lot fell for service in the temple, 1 Chronicles 24.12, metaphysically, Jachim, active faith, and a natural religious tendency pertaining to spiritual service in the body temple, being raised to higher expression and greatly strengthened, made more firm and stable, whom he God establishes, he will confirm in consciousness. The metaphysical meaning of creative, creative intelligence, minds of the Most High, forever upbuilding, upbuilding his universe. Creative principle, the Most High as the cause and moving force in and through all creation. The metaphysical meaning of law, the faculty of the mind that holds every thought and acts strictly to the truth of being, regardless of circumstances or environment. Law is a mathematical faculty. It places first things first. Laws of mind are just as exact and undeviating as the laws of mathematics. To recognize this is the starting point in finding the Most High. Man does not make the law. The law is. It was established for our benefit before the world was formed. Back of the judge is the law out of which he reads. Laws, whether natural or artificial, are but the evidence of an unseen power. The development of man is under law. Creative mind is not only law, but is governed by the action of the law that it sets up. We have thought that man was brought forth under the fiat or edict of the great creative mind that can make or unmake at will, or change its mind and declare a new law at any time. But a clear understanding of ourselves and the unchangeableness of divine mind makes us realize that everything has its foundation in a rule of action, a law that must be observed by both creator and created. God is mine. Man, the offspring of God, is mind. To know the law of God, man must adjust his mind to God mind. The first step in applying this law is the recognition of it as truth. Unless the Most High is known as the source of all supply, Men look to the material world for support. This violates the law and breaks the connection with the one source of all good. The metaphysical meaning of harmony. Divine harmony. Perfect accord with the goodness, the beauty, and the righteousness of the omnipresent spirit. Everything is governed by fixed law, and harmony is its expression. This is illustrated by the living body, which is a sensitive instrument responsive to the touch of the master, I am. Divine harmony, when lost, is when the will is centered in the external 
and loses sight of the ideal, it breaks the connection between spirit and manifestation, and thus man loses the harmony that is under divine law. How it's restored? Through a knowledge of the truth of being, man is restored to divine harmony. He must know the truth about himself and conform to it in all his thinking and not be misled by appearances. The Hebrew word, Eden, sensible duration, time, pleasure, delight, pleasantness, a name of the place where we are told the Most High put the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, Genesis 2.8, Isaiah 51.3, Ezekiel 28.13. Metaphysically, Eden, a pleasant, harmonious, productive state of consciousness in which are all possibilities of growth. When man is expressing in harmony with divine mind, bringing forth the qualities of being in divine order, he dwells in Eden or in a state of bliss in a harmonious body. The garden symbolizes the spiritual body in which man dwells when he brings forth his thoughts after the original divine ideas. This garden is the substance of the Most High, or state of perfect relation of ideas interbeing. The Garden of Eden is the divine consciousness. Having developed a consciousness apart from his divine nature, man must till the ground from whence he was taken. That is, he must come into realization of the Most High as the source of his being and must express ideas in harmony with divine mind. Wisdom and love are joined in the Most High, and a perfect balance is struck in consciousness between knowing and feeling when man spiritualizes his thoughts. The metaphysical meaning of order. The divine idea of order is the idea of adjustment. And as this is established in man's thought, his mind and affairs will be at one with the universal harmony. And the metaphysical meaning of divine, godlike, godly, of the nature of God, the Christ man, the divine idea of man, the logical process by which the principle of the Most High manifests. There is but one mind, and that mind cannot be separated or divided because, like the principle of mathematics, it is indivisible. All that we can say of the one mind is that it is absolute and that all its manifestations are in essence like itself. The creative power of divine mind, the functioning of the principles of being, spirit in action, mind is not a thing, mind is. It is that which, through orderly processes, produces things. Divine mind first conceives the idea, then images its fulfillment. Man, acting in cooperation with divine mind, places himself under this same creative law and thus brings his ideas into manifestation. The Hebrew word halan, it means strong, firm, stable, perseverance. His son Eliab of the tribe of Zebulun was chosen to stand with Moses and Aaron in the numbering of the men of the children of Israel. Numbers 1-9. Halan, metaphysically, means strength of character, courage, and perseverance established in the consciousness through order. The Hebrew word eltakun, it means 
God makes straight. God sets upright, establishes in order. God's precept, founded by God. A city in the hill country of Judah, Joshua 15.59, metaphysically, Eltekin, is an aggregation of thoughts and consciousness that is based upon divine principle. This group of thoughts is centered in the assurance that principle, the Most High, is perfectly upright, correct, just, unchangeable, and that spirit constantly works in the universe and in man to establish in order, to make straight all persons, all things, and the metaphysical meaning of prayer. Communion between the Most High and man. This communion takes place in the innermost part of man's being. It is the only way to cleanse and perfect the consciousness and thus permanently heal the body. Prayer is the most highly accelerated mind action known. It steps up mental action until man's consciousness synchronizes with the Christ mind. It is the language of spirituality. When developed, it makes man master in the realm of creative ideas. Prayer is more than supplication. It is an affirmation of truth that eternally exists by which has not yet come into consciousness. It comes into consciousness not by supplication, but by affirmation. Do not supplicate or beg God to give you what you need, but get still and think on the inexhaustible resources of infinite mind, its presence in all its fullness, and its constant readiness to manifest itself for you when its laws are complied with. This is what Yeshua meant when he said, Seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 It is necessary to pray believing that we have received, because the Most High is all that we desire. The good always exists in divine mind as ideas, and we bring it into manifestation through the prayer of faith, affirmation, praise, and acknowledgement. All through the scriptures, the different attitudes of mind necessary in prayer are pointed out. We are told to be instant in prayer, to pray with the Spirit, to pray in understanding. We have thought that prayer was something we could go to in any way, at any time. But we have learned that to get results, we must pray with persistence and understanding and with faith. This practice establishes a consciousness where doubt cannot enter. Yeshua was in this consciousness. Is this possible for the ordinary man? Yes, but he must watch and pray. He must not only pray, he must also watch. These are the seven necessary conditions for true prayer. The Most High should be recognized as the Father. Oneness with the Most High should be acknowledged. Prayer must be made within the secret place, Psalms 91. The door must be closed on all thoughts and interests of the outer world. The one who prays must believe that he has received. The kingdom of the Most High must be desired above all things and sought first. The mind must let go of every unforgiving thought. One must seek to embody and exist as the unconditional love of the Creator. Love is force, and with love comes the opening up of all wisdom that there is. 
And when all the wisdom is yours, you can't be anything but love. Love, that's what will save us. Building on the 12 by 10 to manifest the energies and the aspects of the God mind. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Turn up, this song can lubricate your mind Rhea, on your gas cause we gotta fly Way up, we had a half, fill me up Three times, wake up, wake up, wake up And meditate on a new day What up, you stuck in this tree pose And now I got my thoughts straight Parallel trace And won't you pick up your pace This is called to chase, so accelerate Hitting gas harder, no brakes Say, hey, 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 hey My happy place Say, 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 say Say and get this pain away Great, 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 great Partake and coordinate. Sit back and relax, rejuvenate. Eating good today, fresh fruit on my plate. Better I partake, put the roots in play. Now I am okay, feeling with this. Jay, wanna get you there? Can you please obey what I say? Hey, here's the blunt security. You get it, hit it. Me, he done sheet and we gon' win. Just roll with me, blow, blow with me.
Blessings and grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Woman Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. Nadelka, I Didn't Know, DJ Spin, Juke Joint Vocal Mix, The Highness Collective, Pearl, Mark to Clive Lowe, Invocation, featuring Kamau Daoud, The Mother Funkers, Oh, I Miss You, At Jazz, Love Soul Remix, Ashley Dubois, Torch, F Soul, Greens, Henry Wu, and K-15, Wu-15, The Anthem, Lady Shacklin, Till I Fly, Bad Luck, DJ Spin Bootleg Remix, Salah Anance, Y'all Ain't Ready, Lady Shacklin, Now Run From Them, Little Louie, and the world, I called you. The conversation, Lady Shacklin, war. Kaya Stewart, life lessons, Jamapella. Nia Wakia Ali, featuring Wise Intelligent, Tree of Life. Louis Vega, Harvest Time, featuring Axel Tosca. Selah Israel, fire. Lady Shacklin, hold on. The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bajka, Earthology, Sarak, featuring Dr. Delbert Blair, Black Dot, John 9, Legitimate. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth, ground, build, give. Be you till full love, so that you can rise and ascend. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all.
Sublime it was too 